Have you ever wondered why dating is so complicated these days? Have you ever even tried um, any of the dating apps like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, all, all of those? Or are you more the type of person that would rather meet someone in person or, you know, at the grocery shop or be introduced by a friend of a friend or the ever casual DM sliding? Well, today we're going to talk specifically about dating in the 21st century, or actually I would like to say it's the 22nd because I feel like in the past 10 years we've advanced so much. Anyway, first solo of 2021, let's go. Hola, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pretty Sure Podcast, the podcast where we talk about life, love, travel, business, and everything in between. Life tends to get messy sometimes, and nobody really taught us how to live it. With your new best friend, confidant, and host, yours truly, Sabrina. I will always have your back, and it is my mission that you never feel alone again, because I'm always here. So fasten your seatbelts, because the ride is about to get really bumpy. Welcome to season two. And let's go! Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to be back. This is my first solo episode of the year, and boy, am I excited. So I had three interviews this week and having two more tomorrow that I will be recording for the podcast, which basically means I have so many guests for this year that are upcoming that I'm so, so, so excited because the topics are just fantastic. I've got some specials coming up, you know, for Valentine's Day and all of these amazing things. So this is going to be a fabulous year for pretty sure. And, you know, great things are coming for you guys. But I wanted to give you a little update because I have been thinking about ways to improve the podcast, ways to keep coming up with great topics and not just talking about my life because while obviously I find myself really interesting (laughs) and my friends find my experiences funny, my mom as well, I think it's also interesting to talk about things that are happening in the world, topics, you know, such as like dating in general, not just dating like stories or anecdotes that I have actual things happening. I'll be including a little bit more of business. I'm also thinking of including a client spotlight special every month with the clients that I work with, but these are all to come. Basically what I want to mean and say with that is that today's episode is going to be a little bit special because I'm going to test it out and I hope you guys give me some feedback and you let me know what you think because it's going to be something new for me. In today's episode, like I mentioned in the intro, we are going to actually, I'm going to be talking. I don't know why I keep saying we, but I think it's because I consider you guys part of the show, part of like guests and all of that, even though you can't respond. (laughs) But I'm going to be talking about dating, more specifically, online dating, apps, and all of those things. And today I'm not going to be telling you a dating story as much as I know a couple of people have requested it and have sent me messages asking when I'm going to talk about it. Because if you don't know, it is a running joke between me and my friends that I have had the craziest stories uh, in dating. I've met the most insane men. You know, I have so many stories that I could literally write a book. And, you know, maybe one day I will eventually write a dating book. Like, who knows? 
but I will not be talking about my experiences today. Rather, I will be talking about my general thoughts on dating apps. So without further ado, I'm going to start with Tinder. And I will be including some anecdotes related to the app, but not related to my love life because I'm going to be saving those for special solo episodes um, throughout the year. Let's start with Tinder. Okay, so Tinder, I believe, came out in 2012, 2013, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was 2013, like end of 2012, beginning of 2013. And obviously, it took the world by storm, right? Like, we all know the existence of eHarmony. We all know the existence of Seeking Arrangement. If you don't know what that is, it is a website to look for a sugar daddy and likewise sugar baby. Um, but it is for both genders, so men and women, you can go on it. I've read a bunch of articles about it, which are fascinating, by the way. I think Refinery29, if I'm not mistaken, had a really good series about it called, I think it was Money Diaries. And then they had a sugar baby come on at some point and talk about her lifestyle, talk about everything that happens with her um, sugar daddy and all of those details. So really fascinating. But basically, we also know about the, uh, what was that website? Tinder Madison? No. Madison, Ashley, Ashley Madison, something like that. The one where married men and women seek married um, affairs. In any case, we know about all of those things, but it wasn't truly until Tinder kind of like came along that it really went into the mainstream, you know, pop culture, and it just became this thing of Tinder, 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 and that's like everything you would hear. And so it's really interesting because at the time it came out, I wasn't, I believe, aware of the app itself because it wasn't a thing in Mexico. And you guys have to know, I've mentioned this multiple times. I think I'll eventually do an episode solely talking about growing up in Mexico and my experiences because it is a fascinating culture and it is a fascinating place. But it really, I have to say, is a bit conservative when it comes to love, sex, and relationships and all of those things. And so Tinder at that point wasn't a big thing here. So it actually took a while for it to be mainstream here in Mexico and even more to actually be adopted by like millennials, people our age, people a bit older, and just society in general. So at that point, I wasn't aware of Tinder. It wasn't until I actually moved to Paris that it either finally launched or it came to kind of like become a big boom or something of curiosity sparking. And I actually still remember the day I found out about Tinder. So I do have to thank my old roommate, Inez, um, my first roommate in Paris. She introduced me to a lot of the things that I know now. But basically, I had just moved to Paris. She was my first roommate. I was single AF. Like, I had just broken up with the crazy psycho ex-boyfriend that I've talked about. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I encourage you to go listen to it because it is one of the most raw episodes I've done to date. Like, literally, I bared my, bore my soul. And I talked about some details that I don't think I had talked about to anyone, which was really interesting because... Uh, long story short, initially when I started this podcast, I had said I'm that's going to be one of the topics that I'm never going to talk about because it makes me feel so vulnerable. Vulnerable. Okay, if anyone can say the word vulnerable the first time correctly, please send me a message because you should win something because vulnerable is like one of the hardest words, especially if you're like speaking fast. 
let alone for like non-native speakers. I consider myself a native speaker, but my mom, I think, or like friends or cousins or whoever it is that aren't native speakers, I think would even struggle more with vulnerable. So in any case, I had said I wasn't going to talk about that. And it's just, I think I almost cried on that episode. And I don't say that lightly because I don't think I would ever show myself crying or, you know, do something like that. Be as vulnerable in public. But I guess being a public figure um, doesn't matter the size. I have to put myself out there, right? Because I ask everyone that comes on the show to put themselves out there. I ask them the hard questions. We talk about topics that are not easily discussed. You know, I make people relive stories they maybe not be, they might not be proud of or stuff like that. And I felt hypocritical not talking about my own. So in any case, that's a really good episode. I think it's called Love Doesn't Have to Be Toxic or Pretty Sure True Love Isn't Toxic or something along those lines. In any case, it's one of the, I think, 10 first episodes and it's a really good episode. So back to the story. I had just broken up with that boyfriend. I had moved to Paris thanks to my mom who had told me, you know what, Sabrina, I think you need a change in life and lifestyle and everything. Move, find something, go somewhere. I don't know why I have hiccups. I'm so sorry. Go somewhere and find yourself. So I applied to school. I've done an episode about this. I applied to school, got a scholarship to come to France, to come to Paris, to do a one-year program. Found myself a roommate. We were living in um, a two-bedroom apartment in like the south of Paris. So we weren't even in smack in the city center. Like it was, it was not fun. <laughs> but she, I think was together with her boyfriend at the time, but she liked to see, like, she had heard from a friend, yes, that's what happened, so she had heard from a friend from school about this app to meet guys that was called Tinder, and so obviously it was a new app, we had never heard about it, and she and I opened each other's account, so I opened an account and she opened an account, she obviously wasn't looking for anyone, she just was really curious to see how it worked and, like, if we came up with the same people, you know what I mean? So it's, like, I have an account that I opened the same time as the person next to me has an account and they opened it. And we have like the same criteria. So let's say at the time I was 19. So let's say our criteria was 21 to 26, whatever, uh, living in Paris. And that is it. And so we kind of wanted to see if the same people appeared in our search, um, if we got the same matches or whatever that was. In any case, that is the first time that I discovered Tinder. And it was, it was, it was a really interesting ride. That's all I can say. Um, (laughs) But this episode is not solely about Tinder. I'm just giving you a little bit of a context of what I think about Tinder. So basically, I went on Tinder to practice my French. I started meeting French men. I started practicing the language. I started, you know, learning these idioms and this kind of like new way of speaking French. And it helped my confidence because I was putting myself out there. It helped me just to get out of my shell and experience new things in terms of like going on dates, going to restaurants. I got to know the city and lots of things. And at the time, it didn't have as bad a rep as it might have had in past years or even now. To be honest, I'm not up to date with what pop culture talks about, but I have my opinions, so wait for those. They're coming soon. 
And in any case, it was decent. Like you could still find people that were actually looking for relationships. You could still find people that would take you out on dates with whom you could talk to about things. And it was less saturated per se. Like there were times when I didn't get any matches anymore because there weren't any people, uh, any more people on the app. So anyway, that was Tinder. And then I think from there, if I'm not mistaken, like a year, two years later came Bumble. And Bumble started because, you know, feminist movement, empowerment, and we kind of just got fed up that why did it have to always be men that took the first step, right? Why couldn't we do it as well? And why wasn't there an app specified for that? And all of those beautiful things. Obviously, I was still single at the time, so I started going on Bumble, I started going on both, and I could actually see a difference between Bumble and Tinder even back then. And I'm talking about, like, eight years ago, which, damn, I literally feel old to say that I've been on dating apps for, like, eight years. Not necessarily, (laughs) like, full-time all the time, but, you know, on and off the dating apps. So anyway, um, Bumble came along... Then I think after that, I stumbled upon, there was a French one that was like really hideous. I think it was called Happen. It was like really bad. It didn't work properly. The matches were not like high quality. You'd get like random people on there that weren't serious, that were just like psychos or like sex, I don't even know, addicts, I guess. I don't even know. So that app wasn't good. Then I think came another one that I can't remember, but it was on the computer. I think it was, no, it wasn't the league because the league came after. It was something else. I can't remember at this time, but it was another one. And they started doing like events. You could join them. You could go to the events. You could get a ticket with your friends. And it was pretty cool. Nothing came out of it. Then I tried the league, which, you know, became this whole thing because I think it was mentioned in a pop culture show and so it became kind of like hype and then you know there are all of these other apps now that have started there is hind which is amazing which is my personal favorite currently um there is gosh there are so many i can't even remember plenty of fish i've never tried but i've heard good things um there's coffee meets bagel which i have to say it was terrible like my experience on the app was shit like there weren't many men on there like at all. I had like maybe two, three people show up per day, literally. And then I had, I think a message of an error saying like, oh, there are not that many people. So you don't get any more matches. And I was like, oh, cool. So that wasn't fun. But like I mentioned, this is not a review of every single dating app. If you want that, please let me know because I will definitely do a review for you. I have so many thoughts on each of the apps. I should do like a comparison episode. So this one is going to be all about my thoughts on dating apps in general. And then I'm going to do a, I compare every single episode to each episode. Sorry. I don't even know why I'm thinking about episodes. I'll compare every app to each other. Having said that, Obviously, from what I said, you can gather that I have been on dating apps on and off, like I mentioned, for about eight years. Um, I've gone through spurs of time where I'm like, I'm done with this. Like, I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. Bye. And then I've gone through moments where I'm like, I'm dating different people every single night. Again, not necessarily that means that I made out with them or like hooked up or whatever, but just going out for a drink or going out for coffee or going out for dinner or a movie or whatever it is. 
So I've gone through moments when I did that, you know, I went every single night with a different person or like every single week or something like that. And then there have been times where I don't want to meet anyone, but I still want to like swipe. So I do that. And there's times right now where I am, I'll tell you how I am at the end of this episode. Let's go back to actually just talk about my thoughts on the apps. So my thoughts on dating apps currently are, why do they suck so much? Seriously, I have had so many conversations with friends talking about how it is like finding a needle in a haystack. And this is not just for women, this is for men as well. Like I've talked to guy friends. And it's really interesting because guy friends of mine have had a different approach and have had different thoughts on it. So like I mentioned, I will definitely do a podcast episode on life in Mexico and mentalities and all of that because being away for so long now, I find it fascinating, like the things that I've discovered from my friends and from people that I know and just like society in general. But yeah, like guy friends have had different reactions to it. So I know some apps are friendlier for both genders than others. So I think a lot of people that I know prefer nowadays Hinge because apparently better quality, people are more serious, yada, yada, yada. But I'm basically going to tell you the things that I dislike about dating apps. So we're going to start with number one. I think number one definitely has to be it has just become so complicated to find someone because of swipe culture. So nowadays you have so many options, right? Like you can just grab your phone, go on Tinder, swipe left, right, left, right. And then you have like three matches or whatever it is. And then if it doesn't work out with one of those, you can get another one in like five seconds and then you can start talking to them. So I think dating apps have pretty much screwed us a little bit when it comes to just the amount of options, you know, I, I still remember back in the day and I sound old saying this, I realize that, but I really do remember back in the day, it was so much easier to meet people in general, right? Like it was so much easier to just have a guy come up to you and ask you for like, buy you a drink or just be like, I think you're cute. Let's dance. Or, you know, in school you would meet, the brother of someone or like the friend of a friend of someone, or you'd go to a party, like a school-wide party, and you'd see um, people that you like that you would go up to, or randomly someone would be friends with a friend and they would add you on like messenger or whatever it is, and then you'd start talking and then an event, a relationship eventually flourished from there. Or, you know, I just, I remember it was so much easier. Like nowadays it's so complicated to actually have people come up to you. Don't get me started about COVID because dating during COVID has been like, I have one word for that, non-existent. Like seriously, non-existent. I have obviously not even had a virtual date. That's a conversation for another day. But I truly believe even though dating apps have been a blessing because nowadays you can meet people from around the world or people that are not necessarily in your community or in your city and you can have, you know, long distance relationships or you can meet people that you would otherwise not have met if it weren't for a dating app. Well, I think that's great. I believe we have screwed ourselves over because now we are just like, shown too many options all the time. And that makes us not take dating as seriously as before. And we've allowed, you know, certain non-courteous ways of existing and like non-nice 
ways to talk to people. And what I mean by this, and this is literally something that's derived from um, dating apps, is that nowadays there's a lot of, there's a lot more of situationships, you know? Like you start talking to a guy or a girl, you go on a date with them, and then it was great, but there's no closure because one of them ghosts you. So ghosting is something that ca- that like s- literally started with dating apps. Before, that did not exist. Like everyone had the balls to come up and say, you know what? I don't like you anymore. I don't want to see you. Or just calling the person and being like, you know what? Yeah, sorry. I can't do this anymore. Whatever, you know, the worst excuse you can come up to, at least people before used to tell you what they didn't like or just say, you know what? I can't do this. I'm not ready. Whatever. I don't want anything. Now with dating apps, I cannot tell you the amounts I've been ghosted. And I'm not proud to say this, but I've actually ghosted as well because there's no accountability. Like, same thing goes. As good as it's a good point that we can now relate to people that are in other countries, other cities, or in other communities, it's a double-edged sword because it also is a negative in what there's no accountability. Like, if you want, you probably could never run into that person ever again. You'd never see them ever again because they're not in your circle. They don't know anyone you know. They don't go to the same school, different socioeconomic level, whatever you want to call it. You would never run into them again. So I think all etiquette goes out of the window and people don't have the courtesy of texting or being like, hey, you know what? This is not working out. I want to see other people. Or just saying, you know what? I think you're great, but I'm not interested. Or whatever it is. Like, you can just come up with a random excuse. I cannot tell you how much more likely I would prefer to receive a text saying, hey, I don't like you anymore, rather than just ghosting and me being left thinking, was it something I said? Like, was it something I did? Did he die? Or like, what happened, you know? And that happens to a lot of people nowadays. And so I think dating apps have really messed with our etiquette in terms of being courteous to people and just being respectful human beings. And again, I've had this conversation with multiple people, right? Like I had the situation with a friend. She met a guy on a dating app. They were kind of like dating. They had the whole thing. And then he just randomly from one day to the next disappeared for like two months. And then came back into her life and texted her. And, you know, they actually had, like, a situationship at that point. But because it is so easy nowadays to, like, ghost people and to just, like, disappear or go out with other people because of the choices, then it becomes the norm. So that's something that I definitely don't like about dating apps. What else do I not like about dating apps? It has become so sexualized. And obviously... Like, there's nothing bad with that. I'm not saying there's something bad with wanting to have sex all the time or, like, wanting to experience different emotions or try out different things. You know, maybe you're a couple and you want to try a threesome. Or maybe you, I don't know, you're in an open relationship. Like, whatever it is, that is perfectly fine. But it's just, it's like it's weird because if you're going on a dating app, it should be to date. It should not be to sleep with someone. At least not be that blunt. You know what I mean? Like, for me, the issue with what dating apps have done to kind of, like, dating culture is that it is much more acceptable to just seek casual things 
than to actually seek something meaningful. So nowadays, I see a lot of men and a lot of women as well um, kind of like force themselves into a relationship or situationship purely with benefits, like just having sex with someone or sleeping with someone because they think that's how they're going to get into a relationship with that person or that they're eventually going to change them because they can't possibly want to have a relationship, right? So people sometimes go on dating apps and they don't want to take it seriously. They don't want to tell the person that they're not taking it seriously. And yet they go on these apps that are meant for people to find partners, for people to find loved ones or fall in love or whatever it is. They don't, they're like not upfront about it. And so cause a lot of, um, I forgot my, I literally forgot the word that I was going to say, but cause like a lot of problems, cause a lot of like confidence issues. And there's just so many things that stem from that because it has become just socially acceptable that if you're on X app or Y app, it means that you're not looking for something serious. But I mean, if it's a dating app, it's meant for people to date. And by definition, dating is getting to know someone, being in some type of relationship, even if it's a courtship. It's going out on a date to do whatever it is, like even if it's to go get an ice cream, to go talk and walk in the street, whatever it is, you go on a dating app to date. If you want to go on a dating app to sleep with someone, you either are upfront about it or you go to an app that is dedicated for people that want to sleep with each other. You know what I mean? Like I think that's the most annoying thing about dating apps is that there isn't, in most cases, a divide in terms of, okay, here's the setting that you can put um, if you're just looking for something casual, or here's a setting that you can put if you're looking for a relationship. And also, it's become really easy for people to hide behind the fact of, oh, it's just a dating app. Like, it's not serious. Oh, you thought we were serious? Oh, guess what? We're not because we met on a dating app. You know, there's like still stigma behind these things, even though dating apps have been in life for over eight years. Like I'm talking about Tinder being in life for eight years. I think Bumble maybe seven or six. Hinge is even younger. But there was eHarmony. There was OkCupid before. Like there were so many apps that maybe were not considered apps, but they were. So these are just some things that I find really annoying about dating apps because just, you know, create a specific app for hooking up and go on there rather than I mean, I don't want to go on Hinge and see a couple that's looking to have a threesome or like someone that is looking to have fun or like, I don't know, multiple partner situation scenario. You know what I mean? Like if I'm on a dating app, I actually want to get to know people. And that's the other thing that really, really annoys me about dating apps. And I'm not sure if this has happened to anyone else listening out there, but please, if I'm not alone, let me know because sometimes I get really frustrated about these things. So on dating apps, I think people just are really genuinely not interested in getting to know each other anymore. Like the more I chat with people, the more I go on different apps, the more I really realize people are not interested in getting to know you. Like there are no meaningful conversations anymore. You can't chat about, I don't know, your views on God knows technology or your views on why people should travel or why you should have dogs, whatever it is. 
I have literally not have had, sorry, a meaningful conversation with someone on a dating app, I think in years. Not because of a lack of trying, I genuinely actually try. And I know beforehand it used to be the type of men that I chose. You know, I was into a specific kind because I um, had issues to deal with and I wasn't aware that I was cho- like living in the same pattern and choosing the same unavailable men because I was protecting myself, whatever it is. I have become consciously aware of that over the past year. And I have actually looked for men that are kind of against the type of people that I usually like because I now have a filter of does this person seem douchey or does this person seem like they are good people or like they're actually interested in something more, you know, like they're emotionally available. And yet I have yet to have a meaningful conversation with someone. Like can please anyone out there just let me know what is so bad about me wanting to meet someone or us in general as a generation wanting to meet someone that doesn't necessarily have to live in the same city like we have planes we have trains we have cars we have phones we have gosh virtual dating nowadays why is it like looking for a needle in a haystack to find a decent person on these dating apps And I know a lot of people out there that are probably coaches or manifestators or, you know, energetically aligned people or whatever will say that I'm attracting this by saying it. And while, yeah, you probably are correct, I just would really like to know why the majority of people on these dating apps just do not seek meaningful conversations. Like, why does it have to be just talking about, oh, you're attractive. Oh, thanks. You're attractive too. Cool. Um, let's go for a coffee. And that's like the only thing you know about people. Why can't it be like it was before, you know, like you would meet someone, doesn't matter if it was on messenger and you would have conversation for like days or hours or whatever it was before you met. Like, I'm not saying we have to talk for five months before we meet. I'm just saying, Hey, give, give like a girl some information and chat before you're just like, yeah, I don't want to know anything about you and just like be surprised and meet. I don't know. These are probably my views. You guys probably have different views than me. I would really love to know. So please send me a message on my Instagram at pretty sure podcast and let me know what you think about my views on dating apps. Now, having said everything that I said before, am I pro or against dating apps? That is a very hard question to answer because I am both. So I am pro because like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, It allows you to meet people that you would otherwise not have met if it weren't for an app. It also allows you to, I would say, get to know people, but then you really don't get to know people. So basically, that's my only pro. Um, And then my against is it has done more harm than good at this point because I believe it is contributed to hookup culture. And I believe it is because of the multitude of options that we have that people don't take dating seriously anymore. And it is more acceptable to, you know, just continue on your playboy ways or playgirl ways or whatever it is um, for like the entirety of your life. Or play with people's emotions or discard people just like that without an explanation or ghosting or, you know, so many things. Now, will I find love on the app? Who knows? I'm still open. Like, 
even though I'm like hating on the apps and I'm here saying the good things and the bad things and everything that I've experienced on them, have I had great encounters from it? Hell yeah. Like I've met interesting people. I've had some really great experiences. I've learned a lot about myself. I, you know, I've gone to really cool places that I wouldn't have otherwise if I hadn't met these people. And I think the most important thing that I can tell you is it did wonders for my confidence in terms of like putting myself out there with other people. I don't think I would be the same person interviewing all of you guys coming on the show and just being open and asking questions if it weren't for me going out on random dates. And also, my French level wouldn't have been that great if I didn't have people to practice with. And I'm not just talking about like going to school and learning from it. I'm talking about day-to-day life interactions that don't happen unless you go looking for them. So all in all, I have a pretty big love-hate relationship with the apps. I'm still not opposed to closing them forever, but obviously with COVID, I'm not entirely sure that is a great idea. So I will report back to you. I am still trying to find my, not Tinder prince, but my, not even a prince charming. Like I'm still trying to find my partner. So who knows, maybe 2021 will be the year where I have more to report to you guys, where I have more experiences, where I finally have a positive, not finally because I've had a positive encounter, but another positive encounter from the apps. Or maybe it's the year where I finally decide to just close them off and, you know, see what happens in real life. Who knows? Possibilities are endless. I, again, would really absolutely love to know what do you guys think? What is your position on dating apps? Do you love, do you hate, and why? Send me a message at Pretty Sure Podcast on Instagram. Let's have a conversation If you want to be a guest, please message me about it because I would love to have a discussion on air. You know, actually, I'm going to challenge you guys. Whoever is out there listening, whoever is interested, if you have a negative or a positive view on dating apps, please send me a message right now on Instagram at Pretty Sure Podcast. Come on the show. Let's have a discussion one on one live style. And then we can post it on the podcast. Um, on Spotify, Apple, and everywhere. And you guys can actually vote and tell me what do you think about our heated conversation. So again, I'm inviting anyone out there who would want to participate in a dialogue or discussion talking about online dating and dating apps, please message me now. So that was it for the first episode of 2021. I have so many thoughts. I think I still could talk about this for hours. A lot of topics came to mind for next episodes, so stay tuned because I will most definitely be giving a on-air review of all of the dating apps. I will tell you what type of guys you find on each one, what funny things have happened, and a lot of great topics coming up. Also, I'm going to be having a Valentine's Day special, so stay tuned for that because there are two episodes that are coming that week, and I'm so excited because one of them is going to be really special. So I will see you guys next week, and don't forget to leave a review if you listen to me or send me a message telling me how much you like the show. And I'm, again, thankful to have all of you guys listening, to have your undivided attention for what has been 35 minutes this time. And I will see you next time. Peace out. Lots of love, you guys.